This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. From the 11 breeze, complete, right. and coast into the end zone for a touchdown. Looking to get it through the air to Poston, and Poston is in for the touchdown. Second and goal from the three, play action, Rees, and the pass is in for the touchdown to Marcus Colston. He's over the middle, right up, it is Colston, he will take it all the way for the Saints' third touchdown in less than 19 minutes. All right. Well, super excited for the first episode of Sports Biz Pod, where we interview athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders in sports and entertainment. And we're here in Miami, and we have a phenomenal guest, Marcus Colson, 10-year NFL vet, played for the Saints, one of the most consistent and reliable players, and now is tearing up the business world and making investments, working with people, and it's just so fascinating to learn about that. But thank you so much, Marcus, for coming on. I appreciate you guys having me, man. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of breaking it down, we're... You know, when you're playing at the Saints, you know, looking at the stats, looking at what you've done, so reliable, so consistent. Go, tell us about how you kind of break down your mindset on like going into a game, and then we'll talk a little bit after about how you kind of take that into business. But could you talk about like any rituals, anything you're doing to kind of get into that consistency? For sure. I mean, consistency for me is is a function of preparation. Yeah. And you know, when you play the receiver position and Drew Brees is your quarterback, yeah. Um, you figure out really quickly that you you got to know when when to be in a certain spot and um you know that that all comes with with you know film work game preparation and you know what you start to to uncover is that um you're really analyzing defenses and Mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out what they want to do what they want to take away and have a punch and a counter punch ready you know at any given point and when you get to that level of of you know playing chess and you have Mm -hmm. a quarterback that's on the same page Um, it allows you to produce, you know, at, at a high level consistently. Yeah. So do you think there's a mindset that comes in with that? Or is there anything that you do kind of like get yourself centered or prepare the right way? Because, you know, people are extremely gifted physically mm-hmm. and, and you are as well. But is there some mindset like what goes into that to, to remain that consistent? A lot of it to me is, is repetition. Yeah. Um, you go through the week and, you know, your practice is you know, trying to anticipate um, anticipate what looks you're going to get, what the tendencies of the defense of, um, you know, that individual player, the whole scheme, the mm-hmm. defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, you try to understand what they're going to throw at you, and you, you, you know, get a lot of repetition within those looks yeah. so that when they actually come and, and you know, this is the, the right opportunity to make that play, yeah. you've done it, and you have that pattern recognition, and you have yeah. that repetition to where it becomes, you know, almost muscle memory. Absolutely. So, and, and your path, you know, to the NFL was, you know, not normal. You know, you had a lot of over th- things to overcome. So mm-hmm. from that, you know, how are you taking that into business where, you know, if that same mindset, what's, what's more difficult, you know, playing in football or, or business, like, you know, in all honesty? It's, it's, uh, it's a very, very similar, um, it's a similar mindset. Yeah. Um, you know, to me, 
I've never seen myself as an underdog because to me an underdog is, is somebody that really doesn't believe that they should win. Yeah. Um, I've always believed in my goals are my goals. Um, as irrational as they may look to other people, yeah. these are my goals. Yeah. And I know the level that I'm willing to, to, to work and the, the amount of time that I'm willing to put in trying to master this craft to get there. So, yeah. you know, coming from Hofstra, um, I walked on campus as a 180 pound freshman, like I was going to LSU or Alabama because yeah. in my mind, I knew what my end game was yeah. and I knew I was willing to outwork anyone to get there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I when I kind of hear that come out of my mouth and, and as I'm looking at the business world, it's a very similar focus yeah. to where, you know, the really good folks, um, the really good competitors, the really the, the people that can win on a consistent basis. Yeah. They figure out ways to to create that competitive advantage mentally yeah. mm -hmm. and then it manifests itself in whatever the end result or the ending business is. That's amazing. So, so tell us a little about what you're working on business. You're doing a lot of things. We just had a phenomenal event with the Players Impact. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of great things going on. Tell, tell about like what's your day looking like after football and what, what kind of exciting things you're working on now. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, over time over the last couple of years, it's it's um, it become it can become overwhelming at times mm -hmm. because you know, once you once you do have the platform of a, of a, a pro athlete, you do get opportunities thrown in your direction at times. Yeah. And, you know, there, there comes this point where you have to start to, to distill down what it is that you want to do and what it is that you're passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, it took me a while to get to that point, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm really starting to to hone in on what it yeah. is. And, you know, the players impact and, you know, the program that I launched at Columbia, you know, really helping to empower folks to to use the skill sets and the transferable um, you know knowledge that they yeah. do have, and be able to put it to work in, in other places and in, in venture investing and entrepreneurship. Yeah, um, it's become a passion of mine because you know I've seen I've seen folks struggle with the transition. Yeah, and you know there have been times where even internally you doubt you yeah. know some of the some of the moves that you make and some of the some of the the learning and teaching moments along the way. And the more that you can get around people that you know are going to go through the same things yeah. and, you know, kind of empower them through your experiences, your your ups, your downs. Yeah. Uh, it's become something I'm, I've, I've really, really started to lean into it as a passion of mine. That's amazing. So what kind of advice would you give to someone that's, you know, fresh in the league or fresh out of the league, retired or however it ended, mm -hmm. you know, obviously getting the right rooms and surrounding yourself with the right people? Like what's the kind of that core advice that you would pass along to somebody? I would say um, the, the the biggest thing that I've that I've learned over time is you got to be able to to distill out who you are from what you do. Yeah. And you know, for me, you know, on the surface, I was a really good football player for a long time. Um, but the things that that actually allowed that to come to fruition, yeah, the drive, the determination, this this thing I call irrational confidence, that's who I am. Yeah, this is just the job that I apply it to. Yeah. So if you can distill out who you are at your core and what drives you, yeah. and you can apply that to different avenues in life, now you can kind of move in and you know you can kind of navigate in different lanes. That's amazing. So to kind of end it on this, where you know we're starting in twenty twenty, it's an exciting decade ahead of us. What's something that gets you fired up every day? Or something that you know, whether it's a certain sector or a certain area that of your life, you know, whether your family or, or business, what's like you're looking forward to most in the next decade? Yeah, I mean, it's it's twofold for me. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a family guy. Yeah. I'm married. I have two young kids, and you know, they're coming of age and starting to play sports. And it's really important for me to be be present. Um, yeah. I'm not. I move around a lot and, and I'm not there as much as I want to be, but when I'm there, I make it count. Um, but 
you know that the piece just around you know helping people figure out what it is that that really drives them and makes them go um you know because it's been a process that i've had to take myself through and you know there's different iterations of it and you know the more that i uncover about myself the more that i want to share and help other people do the same that's amazing so for everyone listening be sure to connect with marcus on linkedin one of the best athletes i've seen on the platform realizing that and feel free to reach out on instagram linkedin all social channels but i thank you so much for this and great event appreciate it man all right thank you for having me Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.